Welcome in. It's Tuesday, July 20th. How's your coyote howl doing these days? Ow! You know, be working on it. You're going to need it. We'll talk about that here in just a minute. Hi, Thomas Miller. Thanks for stopping by. We are going to have a full moon on Friday. Let's lead up to that. I am still relishing in yesterday's yod. It's still there. Today's the last day that that yod number one, the one that's been there since Friday, moves out after today. But the energy of it, this is thematic. This is why we spent a whole week's worth of time yesterday, because I really have been thinking about this since yesterday's podcast. Outside of the Saturn-Pluto conjunction, January 12th, 2000, and perhaps including the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction in December of last year, this is, I would say, the third most thematic in this string of signs in the sky that we have been given of these changing times. Now, let's bring everything forward because yesterday we spent the whole time talking about the Yods. So let's talk about the rest of what's going on. First of all, today's moon is in Sagittarius. It moved out of Scorpio, thank goodness, last night. (laughs) And I was mentioning practicing up on your howling because it slides on over to Aquarius and we will have a Friday night, 10.40 p.m., Aquarian full moon. If you have teenagers and they have driving privileges, you might want to bring them in before 10 p.m. <laughs> or teach them how to howl. So <laughs> so the moon dances around Sagittarius, Capricorn, and then into Aquarius staging for Friday. That's the moon. Now, I have the chart up on the website. So if you want to go to funastrology.com and take a look at that, you can see what I'm talking about here. We have a couple of oppositions, still of note. The one we mentioned yesterday, the sun is still opposite Pluto. The sun is separating, so it's moving on off through this week, but the energy is still there. The other one that appeared over the weekend is our little Mars-Jupiter action in Leo is opposite Jupiter in Pisces, retrograde Jupiter in Pisces. So I think that's an interesting addition to what all we talked about yesterday, just as far as how that Mars-Venus dynamic expands inwardly. And also down on the retrogrades section on the homepage there of the website, I added that Jupiter ingresses Aquarius on July 28th. So somebody in the celestial heavens left the back door open, and Jupiter is going to slide back in there for the rest of the year. It moves out in late December back into Pisces, where it will dance that dance again in 2023. And yes, a lot of people are looking at that again as another contributing factor of what might this finger of God be writing in the sky related to our times. Jupiter stays retrograde until mid-October, so it will be in Aquarius in retrograde for another several months. Now, the big paintbrush here is this karmic theme that seems to be reiterating itself. And, you know, when a theme appears in a chart, well, three times, that's a pretty good signifier that you need to be paying attention. When it shows up four or five times, it's like, holy cow. So we really are getting messages from the sky here. We just have to be diligent and careful in our interpretation. But I'm going to list these without elaborating on them, but just so you get the emphasis of there are punctuation marks on this theme everywhere. 
So also today, Saturn is in a trine with the North Node, which means it is in a fill in the blank sextile with the South Node. Whenever that happens, it's always one or the other because the nodes are always opposite each other. So Saturn is involved with the nodes. That's karma, karma, karma. Okay, <laughs> just having a thought. If I were being really cheesy and breaking all kinds of copyrights, I would put on Boy George right now. <laughs> and I know I just ruined your day because now you have a song stuck in your head. Sorry. <laughs> okay, back to the karma, karma, karma chameleon. Uh, we have Chiron and the South Node in a trine. There's karma. Neptune is still in a viable sextile with Pluto and is trining the sun. Reminds me of yesterday. We said, those who have ears to hear, let them hear from the book of Revelation. It is for everybody. This redemptive message of utmost application of the spiritual will that we mentioned yesterday, right there as Neptune trines the sun today. You know, there's one planet I haven't mentioned much in all of this, and that is Uranus. Well, don't count Uranus out. Square with Saturn. That's been going on for quite a while. Also in a sextile with Mercury. You know, if there are some communications that come up over the next couple of weeks that are out of the ordinary, don't be surprised. And one other we'll just throw down here on the karmic theme is Chiron, wounded healer, is sextile with Saturn. So I think the best way to just sum this up is to be an observer, to be one who is aware, he or she who has ears, hear, and practice the utmost application of the spiritual will. And from there, we just watch and we observe and we stay in our highest places possible. We do everything we can to shore up Saturn and we realize that we are here for an absolute purpose. You and I are here on the planet for a purpose, and it is unfolding in the sky above and on earth below. We'll see you tomorrow for Hump Day. Wow. Have a good Tuesday. Bye-bye.